Coming up this week on Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast, Tesla quietly moves into the Middle East, the company is skipping a major auto show, and if you're a great software coder, I'll tell you how you can meet Elon Musk. Here we go. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to episode 19 of Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast. My name is a somewhat ill Ryan McCaffrey. I've got the flu or something terrible today, uh, so if I sound awful, I do apologize. I know last week I had a little bit of a cold going on. It has morphed into something far worse today, unfortunately, and my microphone is still not back from repair, but uh sounded like this uh the replacement the, the uh stitch together replacement I've got here is working out all right but in any case hope you're having a better day than I am I trust you are uh not too much going on in the world of Tesla this week I want to start off by talking about uh just a fun little story it's uh my I was on my way uh to an appointment with my 4-year-old and you know I just had I was on the freeway and I had my hands sort of on the the bottom of the wheel and from the back seat, my kid asks, Daddy, is the, is the car driving itself? Because she'd heard me talk about autopilot before, and I had to explain to her that, no, only Teslas can do that. And uh, she said, when you get a Tesla, will it drive itself? And I said, yes, absolutely, it will. And I said, well, do you want to go see a Tesla? And she said, and she said yeah. So uh, on the way back from the appointment, we went and stopped at the, there's actually, we, we passed by, it's the Burlingame, uh, Tesla store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, and it's funny. We went in, and uh, and she was she was fascinated by it. Actually, I have to give her credit. Like she knows, she's she's asked a lot of questions. She knows there's no engine. She knows it's battery. She knows it plugs in. Like uh, like later that day, we got home, and uh, and I said uh, somehow somehow charging came up, and she, and I asked her, do you know where the Tesla plugs in? And when we were standing outside of the car, and she went over to the the, the side of the taillight and pointed to the right spot, so I was proud of her for that. But uh, yeah, we went into the Burlingame Tesla store. The folks there are very nice. And uh, oh, anything we can help you with now? Just, just showing my kid the car. But um, she wanted to sit in the, the demo car, and it's odd. The the car they had in the store as the as the showroom car was exactly like down to the option what I would want. It was a multi coat red. P90D, not ludicrous. There's no way I'd ever be able to afford ludicrous, but um, I can't afford any Tesla. Who am I kidding? But it was a P90D insane mode with 21 inch uh, gray, dark gray turbine wheels, black next gen seats, carbon fiber trim, black headliners, panoramic roof, the whole nine yards. And I was, uh, I thought it was just kind of funny. Like eh, they've got exactly what? I Can I just drive out of here with this? But it was cool. I, kids do seem. I've seen a lot of stories on. Tesla Motors Club forum too. Kids, kids do seem to be very fascinated by Teslas. Um, I'm not quite sure what it is. If they sort of inherently recognize the gadgetry of it, they just like the big screen, or if you know they they are aware enough to know that oh, most pe most cars make noise and have engines and exhaust, and oh, the Tesla's cool because it doesn't. There's none of that. So uh, that was just a fun Tesla moment with my with my four year old daughter. Uh, and then even on the way out, there was a there was a family who had just finished talking to a salesman. They were interested in a car. They were thinking, oh, should we get the 70? Should we get the 85? 
And so I asked him on the way out, I said, oh, I've spent a lot of time with these cars. I've reviewed, reviewed them a couple times, lived with them. My cousin has one. Do you have any, you know, do you have any questions that the salesman didn't answer? And it was nice, it was nice to play, to play salesman for a minute and talk to them. But uh, I, w I hope that family chose well and chose, uh, hopefully the, they'll decide to get a Tesla that that'll be the right car for them. But it, <clears throat> pardon me. So there's the sick kicking in. Ugh. In any case, let's move to the Ride the Lightning hotline which I remember remind you, you can dial toll-free anytime at 1-888-989-8752. That spells out TSLA on your touchtone. 1-888-989-TSLA. And our call this week is a good one from Ray in Wichita, Kansas. Ray, go ahead. Brian, Ray from Wichita, Kansas. I just wanted to let you know, Juan, I appreciate your show. It's been interesting to listen to. I've been uh, looking forward to your future episodes. Um, one of the things that I'm having a trouble with because I'm really interested in getting Model S is uh, it seems like a vehicle that's high in technology and technology advances so quickly, more concerned about turning $100,000 into $50,000 over a two-year two two year time frame um, that the car might devalue more as they release better, better packaging, better offers. So I've kind of been looking, and one of the things that kind of bothers me too is when you look at used ones, you'll you'll find them around the Oklahoma City, Texas area, where somebody may have only put under 3,000 miles on it, and they're already selling them. Um, just curious about your thoughts on one of devaluing of that car as they bring out you know better range on those. What your thoughts are? Thank you. Bye. Great call, Ray, and I think I can help you. Thank you for the call. First. Uh, you're right to be a bit concerned. I mean, Tesla is moving very quickly. I've talked a lot about that on this podcast, and ultimately it's for the better, but it is something new for the auto industry, and it can be especially difficult to deal with for customers when they're spending $100,000 on a car, as you point out. Understandably so. But remember, Elon Musk put a guarantee on the value of the cars, what, about two years ago? He put his money where his mouth is, guaranteeing that it would be worth as least as, at least as much as the equivalent Mercedes S-Class in resale over the same amount of years. Second, you have to remember that unlike literally any other car you'd buy, your Model S would get at least somewhat better over the time you owned it because of the over-the-air firmware updates as my dog takes a drink. Uh, supercharger integration into the nav system, for instance. Uh, guiding lines on the backup camera, and even you know better acceleration have all been added to the cars for by free over-the-air updates. So that's some good, so some positives to focus on. Third, to, to address your other concern, those low mileage cars you're seeing as CPO cars, I mean, you know, I don't know for, for sure without talking to the previous owners, but my guess would be that those are probably people that traded up. There were early adopter S uh, Model S owners that traded up to autopilot uh, and or all-wheel drive enabled cars. And, th and I, the reason I am uh, putting that theory out there is because I've seen a lot of that on uh, the Tesla Motors Club forum. A lot of the early adopters have actually gone ahead and upgraded their cars. So, I mean, that, I know that sort of gets right to the part of what you're talking about. But I guess at the end of the day, uh, it is true that, that some, I mean, not, you know, that there are going to be things you're not going to get, but there, there may be things that you can upgrade to. I, w I would point to 4G. I mean, of course, if you order a car now, 
it's going to have 4G LTE uh, data capability in it. But the early cars did not. You know, they, the cars didn't have it until uh, over the summer, and they uh, they but they can be retrofitted and for a very relative for a relatively affordable $500 at the service center. So, uh, and then the other thing, remember that should you choose to buy a Model S, Tesla is going to release better cars, but it won't change the fact that the car you buy is awesome. The car's never going to stop being awesome. Will there always be a next awesome? Yes, there's always going to be a next awesome, but uh, it won't prevent the car you buy from being fantastic. So I wish you the best of luck in making the right decision for you on your next car. Uh, now this week's hotline question, if you'd, be, if you'd care to call in, I would be curious to know, uh, are you buying a Tesla this holiday, either for yourself or for a loved one? Call in and tell me all about your plan to surprise them. Hopefully they don't listen to the show. Or uh, if you're just making the holidays memorable for yourself, give me a ring, toll-free 1-888-989-8752, which is T-S-L-A on the touchstone. You can Skype that as well. And I remind you that if you know someone special with an upcoming birthday, anniversary, graduation, or some other special occasion, you can give them a unique gift of recorded voices from friends and family telling them why they are special. The recordings can be podcasted or put onto a keepsake. Visit my friends at lifeonrecord.com to learn more. As my voice starts to give out, I'll come right back, do some news for you in just a second. It is a very slow news week this week. We'll see how uh, how we things go news-wise heading into the holidays. And my my uh, being under the weather here is reminding me. I, I don't know if any of you are fellow asthma sufferers out there, but for some reason the thought just popped into my head as i am got Tesla on the brain doing the podcast here. If I had, like, I wish I were just huddled inside a Model X right now with the bioweapon defense mode because I feel like, you know, when I, my asthma tends to kick in when I get sick. And, uh, you know, I have to hit the inhalers and hit the, you know, uh, nebulizer. I don't know if any of you are out there have to have to suffer this same fate. But I wish I could just crawl into a Model X and trigger and activate bioweapon defense mode and breathe in, like, ultra clean air. I wonder if that would help right now. Anyway, uh, we're into December. Still no word on signature reservation deliveries of Model X. So uh, that continues to be... A tough wait for a lot of folks and for just the general public as well. But in better news, Tesla has very quietly gotten some cars out into, of all places, the Middle East, home of oil barons and oil money. Uh, no retail locations or service centers as of yet, but as photographed by electrek.co, uh, a, there is a chain of gas stations in an ultimate irony that has installed superchargers at three different locations in Jordan. Uh, Tesla Electrek reports that Tesla is now, and other manufacturers for that matter, but Tesla is now being incentivized to do so by a new tax and customs duties exemption. It's, you know, of course, it's great to see Tesla move into another area of the world. They've, you know, they've gone into China with, uh, you know, a bit of a slow start there, but a whole lot of potential. And same thing here, really. There, I mean, there's a lot of money in some of these Middle Eastern countries. And how wonderful, again, would the irony be if some of these oil barons who, you know, you've, you've seen stuff on the internet. They have, some of these guys have the most amazing supercars in the world. How great would it be 
if these guys start buying P85D ludicrous cars, it's going to happen, or P90D ludicrous cars. It's going to happen. I guarantee you that will happen. And uh, somebody, and I'll bet they'll do it without even really realizing the sort of the irony of it. And it's going to be great. But uh, the more Teslas in more parts of the world, the better. It's just, you know, it's good for the company. It's good for the world. It is good for everybody. So uh, what's not as good, at least for, you know, this is just an unfortunate thing. Tesla will not be appearing at the 2016 North American International Auto Show in Detroit. Uh, they have chosen to skip the event. I want to give a shout out to Tesla Motors Club user Texas EV, who had suggested in a thread that uh, I'm reading his direct quote from his post now. Tesla should have a booth with only a large sign that says, Made in the USA, banned in Michigan, uh, which I think is awesome. And I, that's a fantastic idea. They, they would never do that. That would be, uh, that would be, I mean, Tesla's not above making statements, uh, you know, definitive sort of stakes in the ground like that. But uh, really, Tesla doesn't need to be in Detroit for this show because they've managed to reach that sort of Apple level of, uh, you know, doing their own events and everyone shows up, everyone covers it. The entire internet, all social media is, gets set on fire. I mean, remember when Ludacris trended? Uh, remember when the Model X reveal was, was trending? I mean, every event Tesla does now is, is headline news and they don't, you know, they actually don't need to participate in a, uh, you know, in a, in a large-scale auto show. I mean, I think at some point, I'm sure they will, uh, when they're sort of more, for lack of a better term, accepted by the industry. Uh, I think by the time Model 3 gets, you know, they're going to want to get Model 3 in front of that sort of general car, auto industry, car buying population. So uh, I, I do believe that this absence from uh, NAIAS uh, is is temporary, but I think for the time being, Tesla does not need to be there. I mean, they, they've, they've even taken the car. They took Model X to CES last year? I think it, was, it, might, have, it might have even been the year before the prototype. I think it was last year. But we know, and yeah, the, the Chevy Bolt is expected to be uh, at CES this year. In fact, a lot of you may have seen, and I, you know, not a Tesla note here, but a, a relevant EV note, because, of course, the Bolt is due to be the, the, uh, I mean, I'll go ahead and call it a competitor to Model 3 because it is uh, a long-range EV at mass market prices. It is the, the it will be it may be the first one on the road. It may uh, you know at a, at a price that's you know again mass market price. The car is due to be thirty five thousand dollars, and so just as the Model 3 is, I don't know if any of you saw the the leaked photographs of it this week, but it it's very much it. Uh, I I have to say I don't. Please go Google it if you're if you're if you haven't seen it, so you know what I'm talking about here. But my take on it is, it is neither a great looking car nor a weird mobile and or ugly car. It's just sort of okay. That's not a, that's an okay looking car. Like it's it's not a design that excites me, nor is it a design that repels me. I mean, you know, the the i3 is very much a love it or hate it kind of design it is it falls squarely into the weird mobile category and some folks love it i am not a particular fan of it um whereas the i8 is stunning i know it's not a pure electric but uh yeah it's it's interesting how bmw sort of 
split the split the, the the thread of the needle on that one. One of them is totally weird and strange and polarizing, and the other one is just flat out stunning. But yeah, the the bolt it it looks it's very much a bolt uh, a volty kind of front end, and it's almost a Volta in the front and a Honda Fit in the back. It's a it's a hatchback. It doesn't look like it. It's going to be very interesting to see how much cargo space that car has because it does not have. It's it's not a sloping hatchback uh, the way that the the uh, Model S is. It's sort of just a, that abrupt you know like a Honda Fit that sort of uh, Mini Cooper Honda Fit style rear end. But uh, you know up front it looks all right. It's you know again very much like like a Volt. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what what Tesla ultimately does with with the Model Three because it's it's a tough line to walk. You know we've talked about it a lot already. I mean, you know, I to, it's you you do you want to take a risk? But do you want to take too much of a risk? And and I think the the Volt, uh, uh, pardon me, the Bolt plays it safe. It's not you know it's it's not going to it's not going to light a fire under people one way or the other, but it is relatively safe, and someone might consider buying it. But uh, it's uh, take a look if you get a chance, and and March the March reveal of Model Three will will tell us a lot about about of course the direction that the Tesla is heading. Um, next up on the news list, as I went off on a tangent there, sorry, the ludicrous upgrades. For early adopting, uh, early P85D owners, you know, Tesla, of course, offered them a $5,000 upgrade. Those are starting to happen. They have started to be to be completed at Fremont first, and they're starting to move to other service centers now. It's taking the better part of a week. If you've signed up, know that it's, uh, you're, I mean, if you've signed up, odds are you've probably already know all this. But it's, uh, yeah, the service centers are holding onto the cars for the better part of a week, but... Owners seem to be extremely happy with the results. There have been some great threads on TMC with not only some anecdotal, uh, just sort of, you know, non-scientific gut feelings about it, but also there have been some scientific, some V-Box tests and other things. And the car is very, very close to the factory P90 D Ludicrous. So... Uh, the, the the secret sauce does seem to be mostly in the hardware, those those uh, you know fuse upgrades and whatnot uh, on on the car rather than the the battery pack itself. So if you are a P85D early adopter and you're interested in that upgrade, definitely talk to your service center soon because you you know you're gonna have to get on the list. It, you may have to wait a little while for it. Finally, this week. Elon Musk has said that uh, on Twitter he will be personally interviewing potential new hires for the autopilot team. So if you're an engineer, coder, hacker, and you want to work for Tesla, you might get to meet Elon if you apply. Of course, the flip side to that, you'll have to get past him as well. You know, he is a notoriously, I mean, he's, he's, uh, he has high standards. He's a, you know, he's, he's a tough critic. He he only accepts the best. He's, you know, kind of jobsy and in that regard. Uh, I've saw some interview with Elon a while back that said the Tesla employees are graded on a, I believe it's like a five-point rating system on a yearly basis, and it's very difficult to even get anything higher than a three because you've really got to move the needle to even get higher than a, a three rating, you know, with five being the best. 
So, uh, yeah, if you've, if you've got a, an inkling to meet him and you happen to have a software or a coding engineering uh, background and you, you're interested in joining the autopilot team, you've got that carrot on a stick to, uh, to encourage you. And, and I think this is totally great because it publicly says from Tesla, we think autopilot is a big deal. And this is also going to help lure the top talent because a sit down with Elon is not only appealing to, of course, to anyone, but especially someone who's interested in working for Tesla, but it also means the company will probably, if you're interviewing with Elon, odds are you're up for a position that's probably going to pay top dollar to the best candidates. So get your applications in and uh, report back. Give a call in if you get a chance to, to sit down and get interviewed by Elon for a job. That's all I've got for news this week. Again, bit of a slow one, but uh, I'll come right back, wrap things up, and hopefully I'll be feeling better next week. Be right back after this. Alright, I remind you that you can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. You can email me at teslapodcast at gmail.com. If you're a video gamer, check out my day job, IGN.com. We're covering all sorts of all the big holiday games there. Uh, entertainment stuff, Star Wars is huge. We're doing all kinds of Star Wars stuff in the run-up to Force Awakens. Uh, nerdstyles.com, that's my little side project website. It's, a, it's video game and geek-inspired t-shirts. With the holidays upon us, hey... Why not pick one up? Help me help add to my Tesla fund. I would very much appreciate it. Nerdstyles.com there. Be sure to subscribe to Dave T's weekly Tesla newsletter at teslaweekly.com. It is a fantastic resource. Catch you up on everything happening in the world of Tesla each and every week. And a reminder that you can now listen to the show in your car, in your Model S, uh, via TuneIn. Just search Tesla Podcast on TuneIn and be sure to follow the show so it's you can easily pull it up and find it again if you uh, prefer to listen to it in your Model S. Maybe you take a Sunday drive. You know, new episodes drop. Uh, I put them out on Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Maybe you take a Sunday drive, and that's the way you'd like to listen to the show. And uh, regardless of how you listen, I do appreciate it. Most of you get the show on iTunes. If you search Tesla there, you'll, of course, find it. Also, uh, but if you're not on iTunes, you can subscribe to the feed at teslapodcast.libsyn, that's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. You'll find the RSS link there. And that about wraps it up. Hopefully I will be feeling better next week, uh, and hopefully in time for the holidays, too. It's, uh, it's been, a, been a bit of a rough week. I was supposed to do all kinds of work stuff today. There's a big, big PlayStation convention this weekend here in San Francisco that I had to duck out of, which made me super sad, because it's, uh, it's always good to, to get to see our... our uh, fans and, and readers and viewers and listeners. They're great folks. As I know all of you are too, I've spoken to a number of you either, you know, on email or taking your phone calls from the, the uh, Ride the Lightning hotline or what have you. I thank each and every one of you for giving the show a chance here, sticking with me week after week. We're 19 episodes in. This is fantastic. I'm having a blast doing this. So much more good stuff to come. Join me again next week for Ride the Lightning episode 20. Until then, have yourself a safe, fantastic week, and happy electric motoring.